Welcome to the Mastery Matrix podcast. I am your host, Kyrie, and on this side of the podcast world, we geek out on human potential and transformation. You know how to disrupt ourselves, elevate to mastery, and build our mind, body, spirit, and systems for greatness. I hope you're ready, guys, because I am. Let's go. So I had this awesome conversation recently, I think it was last week actually, with a client who had started struggling with lead generation for her new offer. So this is something new that she was bringing out in the world. And this is an extremely smart woman, very successful in so many different areas, great expertise, great offer that she was bringing out to the world. And because I knew all of that, and because I have been talking to many entrepreneurs for (laughs) more than a decade, uh, it was very clear to me that lead gen strategy was not the issue. Like it was not, and I, and I said that to her, I was like, I don't think that it's because you don't know how to do it. You've done it before. I don't think that it's because you don't feel uh, confident in the offer. I don't think that it's because of any of this. There has to be something else. It's not a strategy issue right now. And just digging out deeper and troubleshooting, asking questions over and over, turned out, and she even started laughing when she realized that she hated the idea of creating a group program. And it's funny because a lot of times I think this is one issue that people have is when they come into the online world, it feels like the only thing that you can do is either sell on Amazon if you're doing products or you know have your Shopify store, or uh, if you're doing services, you're going to be a coach or a consultant, right? And if you're a coach or a consultant, you're going to do either one-on-one or group programs. It's there is like almost this cookie cutter mentality. And I find that a lot of people don't think beyond that when it comes to their business model. And it actually blocks them because if you hate doing one-on-one, but you're told that that's what you need to do to grow. If you hate having group programs and managing that, and you're told that that's what you need to do. And those are your two options where guess what? No matter how amazing your idea is, you're going to have a hard time implementing because there is an internal conflict happening. And I find that not enough people talk about that, right? There is not just one business model for coaches and consultants. Like there are so many, many different ways that you can do this. So many ways that you can tweak based on, uh, and I'm going to talk about some of those elements, but based on things that are a little bit more personal to you or to your community, There is no one size fits all. And what is happening definitely in the online world right now is that everyone, like it's the hurt, right? Everyone's going in the same direction, offering kind of the same things. Uh, The same things are included in their program. They're solving the same problems and having the same conversations. And definitely what I want for you is to be different. And how are you, how do you be different is by focusing more on what is important to you. Because as I like to say, no one does you better than you do, right? And so if you turn inward and realize what is important to you and how you like to communicate and how you like to show up and how you like to serve people and knowing exactly who you want to serve as well, right? You are going to attract the right people, but also you're always going to be in your zone of genius in that energy of flow and in that energy of expansion and just wanting to do it because you actually enjoy it. 
when in contrast, you are trying to fit into a specific mold just like because everyone else does it. And you're trying to price yourself the same way you're seeing everyone else price themselves around you. And you're trying to offer your program in the same exact way uh, that everyone else is doing it. There is no innovation there. There's no creativity. And it actually makes it hard for you to continue showing up over a long period of time and doing the hard things. Hard things are okay to do when you feel like what you're doing them for is actually worth it. And what you're doing them for is what you want to achieve, right? But if at the end of the day, the business model itself is not interesting to you, but you just feel like you're doing it because it has to be that way, then I invite you to reconsider. So when you're thinking about what type of business model, and when I say business model for anyone who is wondering, because I actually know a lot of people who are very successful in what they do, but maybe some of the business um, vocabulary is not something that you're used to. So when I say business model, what I'm referring to is what is it that you bring to the market and how do you deliver that uh, to, to your people, right? To the people that are going to buy from you, to your partners, et cetera and how you're going to make money from it. And there are so many different ways to offer any type of uh, service. Um, and I'm focusing here on service because that is more the realm that I am, that I evolve in. That's what I've done in my whole career. But um, similar things could be said in the product industry as well. So when you're thinking about the services that you want to offer and what the business model that makes the most sense for you is, it, also, it always goes back to the vision. It always goes back to what it is that you want yourself for your life, right? Business, again, and I will repeat this over and over and over and over again, is here to help you deliver a specific impact in the world and to help support your lifestyle in a specific way and to just help you do the work that you feel like you are here to do, the type of service you are here to, serve, to deliver, in the world. And so it has to go back to your vision and what it is that you want to achieve versus what I see some people do, sacrificing the vision to fit in the mold that everyone else has created. It is not fun and it is very vanilla. So go back to your vision. What is it that you want to do? Who is it that you want to help, right? And what is the problem that you want to solve specifically? Always go back to that because no matter what your business is model is, what's going to be very important is that it has to matter to you and it has to matter to the people that are going to buy from you. If you're not solving a problem, you know, completely, if you're not actually solving a problem, your people are just not going to buy from you. Let's just be real. And so your vision is important, yes, but also the people that you're going to serve and what it is that they want is very important. And so that is where you want to start with your own clarity. What is it that you want? How is it that you want to serve? And who are the people that you're going to help with what? Like that is what's called the value proposition. What is it that you're going to help them do? Okay, so being very clear about who you're talking to and what it is that you're going to help them uh, solve or improve or, you know, learn, etc. That's like the first piece. Usually people have this part. They might sometimes forget the vision, but at least they kind of know who they're talking to. But then you want to ask yourself, how do you operate 
at your best. Some people are, you know, some people are extremely uh, uh, proficient when it comes to writing and when it comes to, you know, teaching through words and so on. Other people, it's like the live thing, right? Being in front of people, being on camera and so on. And that is how they perform at their best. For other people, it might be something else. It might be that they're really great at building relationships that help others. You have to ask yourself, what is your forte? What are your strengths? And how do you operate best? If you're someone, like for example, for myself, I know that I'm very introverted. I operate best when I am in smaller groups of people where I can develop really good relationships. Anything with too many people is extremely draining, right? Um, I love, because I love building relationship, I love it too when I have the opportunity at least once a couple times a year to be in front of people, like really face-to-face, -face, uh, the people um, that I'm working with. I absolutely love that. I love camera. I love anything that has to do with, you know, visual, videos, camera, and so on. Have me spend a lot of time in the DMs and you might as well just shoot me. Like, that's really hard for me, Right. So same thing for, you know, being in a Facebook group and keeping that it's, it's for different people. It's going to be different things. I love to uh, create relationships with where a lot of people win, right? Those partnerships, like that is how I operate the best. I love doing that type of stuff. So if I were to create something, it would be like with that in mind, it would be with that mindset. I know other people who are extremely, extremely powerful when it comes to, um, you know, working with people one-on-one -on -one and that very intimate type of work where they go really, really, really deep, that is what their zone of genius is. And that is where they shine. That is what they love to do. For them, it makes sense to build something that's more of a boutique style of business where they don't take a lot of clients. They take a handful of clients, but maybe each of their clients is like fifty dollars to $100,000. And they just need, you know, 10 to make a million dollars in the year. I know some people who are like that and that is possible. So when you're thinking, okay, I want to create huge impact. Even if you want to create huge impact and help a ton of people, doesn't mean that you need to have a group program where you're building this huge empire and dealing with huge numbers, because even with a boutique style business, you could have a very small team, have a handful of one-on-one -on -one clients but you're building still an audience and you're building your brand out there where a lot of people know about you. They might not be able to work with you one-on-one, -on -one, but maybe just by getting your free content, you're having a huge impact on them. And you could decide later on, hey, you know what? For all of these people, I'm going to create this very low lift, very simple offer, lower ticket. And because now I have the volume, I can just, you know, sell that and it doesn't require any of my time. I stay in my zone. They get, my people get what they want still, right? There are so many different ways to do this. It doesn't have to be cookie cutter, but you have to go back to what is important to you. You have to go back to how you operate best. You have to go back to what your strengths are, because the more you operate within those zones, the more powerful your work is going to be and the more people will get it and the more people will actually stay and revolve around you and bring other people to you because they're getting what they need from you, right? And if you use the channels that work best for you, you will attract the people that 
that get it in that way as well. Now, I know that you'll often hear in the market people say things like, you have to know your market and you have to meet them where they are and you have to give them what they want the way that they want it, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, I will not de deny that that is true. That is a lot of time where the money is. However, that cannot be at the detriment of how you function and how you operate. Because again, business, your business is literally you, your ideas, and you doing stuff. So if you're not aligned with how you operate best, the results that you're looking for are just not going to be there. So you need to find an alignment between the two. I hope that makes sense. All right. Okay. Um, another thing that I really, really want you to remember is that the impact that you want to have, you want, you want to be clear about what that is. It has to be beyond the money if you want to find the exact type of business model that works for you. What do I mean by that? As I just said, I just gave the example of, um, you know, wanting to impact a lot of people and how there's so many different ways that you can do it. You can impl impact a million people and still be operating more in a boutique uh, style business, at least in terms of your client facing, right? You're not working with a lot of people, but then you have another mechanism and another type of platform that deals with, you know, the masses. Or you could be, you know, solving the same problem as the, per, you know, the scenario that I just described, but because you, um, you know, because you are doing what most people would do, you're going after uh, the people who are going to pay you maybe $5,000 to $10,000 to be in a group program and you need much bigger numbers to hit the same thing. It is, both are possible, but remember both, both are possible, but there's so many different ways. There's so many different scenarios between the extremes, right? So remember what impact you want to have, how you want to serve people, what platforms, and I'm not talking social media, but how you actually like to, to be visible and serve people. Like what are the ways that you like to communicate with people best, etc. I know some people I know a, there's at least two people right now that come to mind whose whole business model is via email. Like that is how they teach. And they have this, these extremely, extremely, extremely loyal fans and community members, people who will buy anything that they sell, but they do it via words. It's all via email. There is zero group program. When you buy from them, you will get PDFs. Like there is no video. There is no huge, crazy Kajabi with like tons of videos in the membership side and all of that, right? There is none of that. And why do they do it? And why is it successful? Because it is within their zone of genius and they are not, like they're never going to sacrifice that just to fit, you know, what everyone else is doing. And I think that is brilliant. Not apologetic about how they show up and how they work best. And so they attract people who learn that way. They attract people who love that as well. And that creates amazing communities. All right. So hope this gives you food for thought. I really want you to think about your business model. Did you ever question it? Did you ever question the way that you set up your offers and how you do your service delivery? right? And when I say question, I'm not just talking about tweaking the things that don't work. I'm really talking about the actual way you deliver, like from the, 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 whole, like the concept itself, 
is that the best that you can do when you look at what your strengths are and what you do best and where you shine? Is that even visible in how you serve your clients? All right. Because I definitely feel like if you're able to tap into that to figure out, you know, what uh, what ways you're going to communicate with them to figure out what type of streams of income you're going to create within the business to figure out uh, who you're going to partner with to serve you within the business. All of those things are so crucial and it's so amazing the type of innovation that you can bring when you tap inward, when you tap into yourself to make that reflect in your business. Okay. And then one last thing that I really want to um, have you keep in mind as well is that when you're looking about, when you're looking at solving a problem for your people, solving a problem for your market, sometimes there are problems where you feel like if I wanted to solve the whole thing where they would feel like it would completely change their lives here are the parts that I love, but then there's a couple of these things that I absolutely hate. Like, I do not want to do those things. It is not in my zone of genius and so on. Why don't you look in your business model at ways where you can maybe tap into a couple of partners that help you out? Or maybe you have more of an affiliate type of thing where you offer, you know, uh, an additional service that's external to your own business and you get, you know, a cut into that, or you bring in those partners that come and add value within your program, almost like you're white labeling that, right? And adding value within your program, but you're not the one doing all of the things. And those are things to think about in your business model. Again, because I see that for most people, their business model is having this community and they are the person within uh, their business. They are the master coach. They are the celebrity. And then because they don't know how to do all the things and they haven't thought through the full, um, the full uh, scope of what is needed to solve their client's problem, there are pieces that are not solving the full problem. And again, people will stay with you and people will grow with you if they feel like you're that you're like you're really good at solving the big problems that they have, not just part of it. Because if you just do part of it, they're going to go and find other people uh, to complete and, you know, to continue working with. Like they won't stay with you. So again, within your business model itself, there might be opportunities for you to ju not just be the person within it that helps solve everything, but uh, maybe partners or brings in specific specialties within your business so that you can really have an offering that serves your people and serves them to the fullest. Again, playing on your own zone of genius again. All right. So hope again that this gave you food for thought. Think about it. Look at your offers. Is it really, does it really represent you and what you can do, your full potential? If not, then it might be time to innovate a little bit, all right? And if you want to have a conversation about it, definitely find me on social media. I am Kyrie Farr everywhere, and I would love to hear from you. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Have an amazing rest of your day. Bye. <laughs> there you have it. If you got any insight from today's show, guys, please make sure that you leave a review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. That would mean a lot to me. Also, the conversation continues and I want you to connect with me on IG or Facebook 
at Kyrie Var. Now, this information is in the show notes, so you can grab it in there and message me with your biggest takeaway from today's show. All right, so thanks again so much for being here with me today. I will see you very soon. <laughs>